Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is September 18th of 2023, and we're celebrating Monday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 7, verses 1 through 10. When Jesus had finished all his words to the people, he entered Capernaum. A centurion there had a slave who was ill and about to die, and he was valuable to him. When he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and save the life of his slave. They approached Jesus and strongly urged him to come, saying, He deserves to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation, and he built the synagogue for us. And Jesus went with them. But when he was only a short distance from the house, the centurion sent friends to tell him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you enter under my roof. Therefore I did not consider myself worthy to come to you, but say the word, and let my servant be healed. For I too am a person subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come here, and he comes. And to my slave, do this, and he does it. Then Jesus heard this, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning, said to the crowd following him, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. When the messengers returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. Today's gospel presents us with the figure of the centurion who approaches Jesus and asks that his servant be healed. Now there's two things that catch our attention. First, we have the centurion's great love for his servant. It's amazing that the centurion holds his slave in esteem at all. And second, that he asks for Jesus' help. Now, in that time, masters had complete control over their slaves, who were considered simply another piece of property to be thrown out if they weren't useful. As one Roman writer put it, the instruments of agriculture could be divided into three classes, the articulate, the inarticulate, and the mute. The articulate comprising the slaves, the inarticulate comprising the cattle, and the mute comprising the vehicles. For the Romans, then, the only difference between a slave and a beast or a cart was that the slave could speak. The second thing that calls our attention is that there are only two times in the Bible where Jesus is said to marvel, euthumacin, and both times it concerns faith. Here, Jesus marvels at the great faith of the centurion, who is almost certainly a pagan, and in Mark 6.6, 6, when he returned to his native place and was amazed, but at their lack of faith. So, what does this mean for us? On the one hand, we're reminded of the great effects that our prayers can have. That sick slave couldn't do anything for himself. It was the master who asked. First, for the intercession of the elders, and second, for the intercession of his friends. His pleading on behalf of his slave was heard because of his insistence and humility. Indeed, the centurion received more than he could have hoped for, since Jesus actually went to see him, and the slave wasn't simply cured of his illness, but was rather in good health, meaning the miracle had completely restored him. He wasn't just okay, but rather new. We can also learn Christ's marvel at the centurion's faith. We can learn from it. St. Augustine comments how odd it is that the Jews, who had been given everything, would have less faith in the centurion. But this could also be the case in our lives. 
Sometimes we get used to the everyday miracles of the Eucharist, God's graces, our perseverance, the grace of confession, when really none of these things should be ignored or forgotten. We can sometimes just get used to having God there and forget what a huge blessing and a strength that really is. We can ask ourselves, how firmly and faithfully do we pray for the conversion of sinners, especially those in our families? How much do we trust in God's goodness and love for us? Do we approach Christ in all humility, believing that prayer is the place of refuge from every worry, a foundation for cheerfulness, a source of constant happiness, and a protection against sadness, in the words of St. John Chrysostom? Prayer is a place of refuge from every worry, a foundation for cheerfulness, a source of constant happiness, and a protection against sadness. That's what prayer does. So today, through the intercession of Mary, Our Lady of Hope, let's ask for the grace to take advantage of moments of difficulty and challenges so that we can grow in our faith and our love for her divine Son.